This podcast is for adults only, except those of you that don't believe in the power of Dove Soap. Yeah. It contains filth, sex, filthy sex, and it won't dry out your foreskin like other soaps do. Oh, brilliant. Speaking from experience, Rick. Oh, it's Stripey. Hello. Still Stripey. Do you have a name this week? Yeah, just Mimi. Oh, hi Mimi. I'm going to stick to Stripey. Are you? For you or for Mimi? (laughs) Mimi. Okay. Yeah, Stripey Mimi doesn't really have a... Stripey Mimi, that's so good. I don't know if it has a good ringtone to it. (laughs) Ring to it, that's the one, not ring to it. Anyway, we're all here again. Yay! Ready to hear what Rick's got to conclude on this chapter? Oh yeah, part two, I can't believe it's been a week. What's in the soap? Would you like I've a been recall? screaming that for a full week. Have you? What's in the soap? What must be driving your wife crazy. Yeah. Does it dry, dry your foreskin? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Dear me. Oh, I was really going to if I should have just said skin or foreskin. Foreskin, definitely. It's a sex podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to have more sex. Always awake. <laughs> you did it. You did it. In the disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> so people were listening. Didn't they? I mean, to be fair, the first words are this is for adults only. That's true. Yeah. Fair enough. Foreskin was one of the last words. Foreskin isn't an adult word, any other word. It's not that it's, bad. It's, it's medical. Exactly. <laughs> but these people are clean. <laughs> <laughs> we hope so. How about a recap? recap? Yeah, a recap. <laughs> I've forgotten. Um, Apart from soap, I forgot what happened. <laughs> so last week we joined Eve on a train in Germany. Ooh. Oh, did we? Well. <laughs> was she on a train? The, um, yeah, she was on a train and like the conductor was asking her for a train ticket in German. Ah. Uh, so. And what did he say? Zug für Karten, bitte. Zug für Karten. Bitte. Bitte. Danke. Danke. Nine. Yeah, she was watching her previously recorded experiments with the sexy box. Um, <coughs> we saw her get a bit romantic with a nighty, and then um, and a hamster. <laughs> the death of her pet hamster. Yeah, and then she sat on Miss, it with her bare bum Miss, and got a little Misty? bit. Was it no. Misty? Mitzi. 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 That's the one. She got a bit scatty, oh. and then um, yeah, she was drunk. Went to touch it, stumbled over, knocked the box, and um, it crushed a hamster that <laughs> she hadn't realised had escaped. Oh, well, I hadn't realised it escaped. She just It'll be back, definitely. Um. In the midst of that, the pendant that she was wearing has been stolen from oh. her. But we're saying, Clumsy. how could you not realise that when you're sitting there on the train? Like, she was watching porn. You. She was watching her own porn. Come on, how often <laughs> have you been sitting on the porn and then realise you've lost something? No, not me, really. No. No. Well, next time you go on the train, like, just, you know, get Pornhub up or something. And <laughs> so has that happened to you both then? You know, watching porn on the train and someone's come up from behind and... <laughs> 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 and taking something. <laughs> You're being oh, genius. <laughs> Sometimes I've been watching porn and I've felt like sort of a release. <laughs> like something's just changed. Well, on the train? 
Yeah. It was just so good, something just spilled out somewhere. <laughs> Would you watch porn? So you watched porn on the train? No, probably not. My colleague watched porn on the Eurostar <laughs> once when I was on there with him. Really? Which is weird. Were you both so, like huddled around the screen? No, I didn't know he was watching it, but oh. he um, his somehow his <laughs> his headphone leaked. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, no. oh. I mean, he was stumbling to like get back in. It was hilarious. So were there loads of like sex noises coming out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least that proves that people do do that. Yeah. And you can get away with it as long as your earphone jack doesn't fall Was out. it on his iPad or...? It was on his laptop. Uh, it's a bit of a... It's not overhead projector anyway. Like. No. Next time he's doing it, steal something from around his neck and see if he knows it. Yeah. <laughs> Just to prove yes. that it's possible. Oh, I can't believe he would do that, like, on public transport. I always feel bad, like... If you're watching just a film or something and there's a sex scene in it and you've got an angle on your phone or whatever. Yeah. Or when you're on a plane... And there's a TV screen oh, in yeah, front, and then you're yeah. watching something that's definitely for adults, but there's like kids walking up and down the aisle. Or sitting next to oh. you. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. I don't it's think it's ever really happened to me before. No? But I don't think I'll watch that you type of film. You probably wouldn't watch it yet. No. There's not much sex in them, Bambi. <laughs> <laughs> not much, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really show Bambi. They've shown Frozen before, and I was very happy. And Paddington. I don't like Frozen. Well, I'll just let it go. Anyway. Oh yeah. So um, then we went. Chapter. The uh, recap. We um, then joined mm. Ben, who had escaped. He didn't die. Oh, Did they execute over? Well, he yes. hasn't died. Aka but, Gary Barlow. But he might do because he got shot. Shot. Yeah. Shot, shot, um, Helga broke the old bar of soap in half. So they're which, two soap. Mm. Yes. I mean, I must admit, I reread. Um, Rob's chapter before I started writing mine because you did say old bar of soap and I was like I said old not dove nice I'm going to use this <laughs> so the dove kept for quite a long time in that parcel then yeah mm. I think soap lasts quite a long time and it? do you know what I think so we'll touch on that in the chapter memes ooh <laughs> is it made from palm oil soap wouldn't rot away that would it it can disintegrate after it? time it depends what it's been can made can you just of. clean it yeah. another bar of soap <laughs> I reckon it just um, crumbles off. Yeah, it yeah. Can crumble. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Like it's like dry. Because it's not. It's still hard if you don't make it wet. <laughs> <laughs> Is this when you know you're mid-late or you have a conversation about soap? Um, we still, still not haven't received great. people's top ten soaps. So another encouraging request. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're back in the little German underground layer thingy, and. Um, Bend over. Yeah, Ben goes to rescue Byron because Byron's going to be killed because he's fobbed her off with the wrong soap. Oh, my God. Ben oh jumps, God. gets shot, femolari, bleeding out everywhere. And um, as he does so, the real brown parcel falls out of his pocket on the floor. Helga sees it, snaps the dove soap in half and says that we've got the pendant and this is now complete. I can't said, believe it. What are they going to do? She are they said, y'all I know, and it's just a bar of soap. Do you think the chapter will end with Hitler alive? I hope not. Hitler and a hamster. That's <laughs> oh. I'm hoping for. That is a band. <laughs> <laughs> that would be wrong like on so many the, devils. Oh, the Russians. No, it was a band I was trying to think of. The Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. <laughs> Something insane. Arthur Hodgkin in the kneecaps. Is it America? Mumford and Sons. Mumford and Sons. Hitler and the Hamster. (laughs) Or that would actually be better for Noah and the Whale. (laughs) (laughs) Hitler and the Hamster. Hitler and the Hamster. Five years time. It could be Hamster and Hitler. (laughs) That doesn't sound so good. (laughs) 
Ready? Hit the Ready as never be. Ready. Here we go. Chapter six, part two. Ooh. Still, Byron's saviour. Yeah, he needs to be saved. Save Byron. Could it be Lady G? The Rick Museum. Oh. Ooh. Oh, back to the Rick. Maria held her head in her hands. How could I have been so stupid? She questioned herself after reading the article in the paper featuring Eve and the image of the box. <gasps> I can't article. believe. Yeah, that's how the Germans knew that um, the box was there. Mm. Oh, because she was going to reveal it, wasn't she? Yeah. Here's my box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Maria. I forgot about Maria. <coughs> She's one of those little minor characters. I can't believe it's been under my roof all along. Instinctively, she knew it was too late. But she went down to the vaults and opened up every safe. But nothing. The box had gone. Maria looked young, but she'd been around the block. Hmm. More than normal. She knew the score. <laughs> what does that mean? She's fucked about? Which block? <laughs> She's not jelly from the block. Don't be fooled by the rocks. They go, I'm still, I'm still jelly from the block. <laughs> I know I have a lot. Fucking Nazi bastard scum! She shouted as she stopped her feet. First the diamond, and now this. How do they keep winning? Diamond? Flashback. Oh! To Egypt, 1922. (gasps) Oh my god! So, uh, Egypt again. Professor, we're in. Brilliant, replied Professor Maria Anne. Get Howard. Professor Carter, quick, bellowed out one of the Egyptian diggers. She's immortal. Carter? What? Is it her? She was alive in 1922. She's Wonder Woman. She's been around the block. Oh my God. She's young looking. She's immortal. She's been brought back. Howard put down his cup of tea under the canopied rest area and hurriedly walked down to the steps into the tomb and took position. Although not funded by him, this was very much his dig. His work. Sorry, did you say dick? What? (laughs) Did you say dick? This is very much his dick. You definitely said said dick. (laughs) Oh, we had this last time. That was it. (laughs) When the twins had their dick. He (laughs) took permission. (laughs) Position. It was very much his dick. (laughs) You did say dick. Dick. Yeah. I'll play it back on the phone. Oh, it was definitely dick. We all had dick. I'm going to over accentuate my G's. Although not funded by him, this is very much his dig. <laughs> you said dick! <laughs> his work, and he was to be the first member of the expedition to lay eyes on the discovery. Bloody well done, gents! He paused, aimed his gaze at Maria. And lady, bloody well done indeed. He the- sounds, what, Polish? <laughs> Chinese? I think it's meant to be British. Oh, it's not posh, not oh, okay. Thanks, bloody well done. <laughs> The team had found Tutankhamun's tomb. Ooh. So that's Howard, uh, Howard Carl, who actually did find Oh! It. Very good. Okay. Tutu. Done his history lesson. Yeah. Mm. And it was in 1922. Thank was you very it? Much. Yeah. Oh. Yes, because before yours was in 1940. 42. Cairo 42. Yeah. Mm. Every 20 years. Although fully qualified, more so than some of her male counterparts, <clears throat> Maria was always overlooked, underrated, and frankly treated like a second-class citizen. <gasps> Purely because she was a woman. On some level, she had grown to accept this, only in an attempt to break down the barriers from within this, the aristocracy. But sometimes her disgust of the situation would boil over and she'd get her own back. Hmm. She'd never make a spectacle of the situation. She didn't want to be passed off as a crazed woman. 
she would go into stealth mode to seek punishment to her peers. It wasn't uncommon for Maria to slip a laxative or seven into a cup of tea. <laughs> Ooh. Or to rub poison ivy. laxatives back then? Yeah. They've been around since before. <clears throat> yeah. Water. Or to rub poison ivy on the inside of gentlemen's undergarments of yeah. those that demeaned her. So when she got her turn into the tomb, as the artefacts were being catalogued, one of the archaeologists gave her a firm pat on the bum oh. whilst telling her what a good job she did. She turned her head away, gritted her teeth, drew a breath, and knew that she needed to plan a punishment. Whilst her focus was on one of the corners of the room, she spotted something shiny, almost gem-like. She's like a magpie. She knelt down and saw a single lonely diamond, perfectly cut. A moment of madness took over her. She leant down and pocketed it. (gasps) That's the diamond the Nazis took. Do you know this is really like Indiana Jones? Is it? A little bit. Yeah. Really like... <laughs> it's exactly the same, <laughs> but no, not exactly. It's sort of like that sort of um, era. era, and um, you know, archaeological dig and finding treasure and stuff. It should be in a museum. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe if that's the case, you know, they auctioned off Indiana Jones's hat for that load of money. Yeah, we could auction off a dark stone. Nice. <laughs> With do you think we get underground? Yeah, I mean, they will have some sort of special thing in it, wouldn't you? Whatever How much would you pay for a genuine sexy box? Oh, I thought you were going to say Dove Soap. That's because I don't know, probably like 99p. Well, Can I, I get know. it from Ann Summers? Yeah, you probably get something similar from Ann Summers, I'd imagine. Yeah, they'd Well, that actually out. does the touch thing. Probably, I mean, you can get like a... And you can resurrect yourself. Well, no, not resurrect yourself. <laughs> Ann Summers is really like resurrected. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I'm going to do it like... I don't know if you can get Hitler to come back. Or I don't the know, like another world section. <laughs> Well, it literally is another world, isn't it? Let's see! <laughs> Imagine if Hitler did come back and like, someone was like, yeah, I just nipped into Anne Summers and touched a box and up he come. Yeah. Up he come. <laughs> There's loads of them, just hundreds oh, of them. That's a bit eerie. Later that evening, when she was alone in her quarters, she took out the diamond to look at it in closer privacy. Ooh. Diamonds no. are forever. It was beautiful. Easily the most beautiful thing she had ever seen. She clasped onto it so hard, she was keeping this for herself. Yes. How big is it, do we think? Like a proper big diamond? No, I reckon probably like a pound coin size. Okay. Not but quite just the ocean. Mm. Perfectly cut. Well, it's interesting because they found Tutankhamun's tomb, mm-hmm. but they didn't really have diamonds back then. They had more gold mm-hmm. objects, didn't they? So what was a diamond doing there? Mm. Was it from... The know, Titanic. The Titanic. <laughs> Which mm. sank ten years earlier. <laughs> Been planted, they stitched up Tutankhamun oh, as an iceberg. Jack died for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> as she looked up at the night sky through her balcony, still holding the diamond, she gasped at the black sky which was littered with its own diamonds twinkling away. I bet in a hundred years' time we'll finally be equal in every way. Oh, how I wish I could live for another hundred years to see that, she mused at the sky above. She squeezed it like it was a child's teddy for comfort. Well, if I'm wishing, I wish those idiotic men who belittled me today would get their comeuppance. Mm. <gasps> she Wait. made a wish. Wish upon a star. She wished upon the star. Oh, there is a bit of Disney in this. Oh, nice. Yeah. Just like Indiana Jones. Does she want to be a real boy? Because <laughs> <laughs> she just said she wants to be right. Yeah, She's so, Pinocchio. Yeah, she wants to live for another hundred years. Did you uh, just say she wants to be Annika Rice? <laughs> no, Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be Annika Rice. <laughs> They are very similar. Challenge Annika. Not challenge Annika. No, no, he said Pinocchio. At the beginning of 1923, once the dig was over, 
Maria moved to the Netherlands. She saw in the local newspapers how the curse of Tutankhamun had struck dead the funder of the dig. Mm. True. Yeah. 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 She knew that there was no curse and that it was just hype in the media. But she couldn't help feel partially responsible after she wished for retribution. <laughs> then, a short while later, she read of another death of a member of the team in May. And then again, a third in June. Maria was convinced that this was no coincidence. The diamond she stole from the tomb had an untold power. She only confided in one person about how she got the diamond and what she thought it could do. And that was her maid, her confidant, and on a few drunken occasions, her lover. Ooh. She was a beautiful girl girl who came (laughs) to the Netherlands from Germany. Sabine! Her name was Sabine. (gasps) And she was her best friend. To rub Sabine's bean. <laughs> <laughs> Maria feared that her first wish might actually come true to live for another hundred years. And as the years rolled on, she was adamant it was coming true before her very eyes. She wasn't aging. Her close circle of ladies adored her and wanted to know her secret. Mm. All she could ever reply with was keep a good heart and moisturize. With soap. <laughs> she would always add on to the end of that list in jest and have a good diamond on your finger. <laughs> Yeah. Hers being the one that she took from the tomb. The diamond was always a topic of conversation between her friends. It was referenced so much they named it after her. The Anne Diamond. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe she's friends with Sabine who... During the war years, as the Netherlands fell into Nazi occupation, Maria feared Anne Diamond would be taken from her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, We've got, probably got a lot of viewers who have no idea who Anne Diamond is. Google Anne Diamond, she's a ledge. She needed to hide it in plain sight to ensure it didn't fall into the wrong hands. She couldn't put it into a safe, as that would be the first place anyone looking for items of value would search. She had often thought the enormity of the power it possessed was so godlike it was dirty. No human should have that ability at their fingertips. This happened to Laura. I don't know. She's like a clapping monkey. <laughs> she not excited. Oh. I thought she has to hide it in the soap. Oh, she thought to herself, what better yeah. way to hide something dirty than in something clean? Yes. A dove soap. Oh, Laura's well ahead of me. So she took Anne Diamond out of the ring casing she had made for it and carved open one of her bars of soap and concealed it within. Her friends thought her crazy. Well, that's what they said to her face. She got crazy. That's very Italian. One of her friends oh. was obsessed by the diamond, and now that it was in a nondescript bar of soap... It I could am obsessed with be, the diamond. It would be Sabine. <laughs> and diamond. He's obsessed with it. It could easily be taken and replaced with just a regular bar of soap. I love it how the soap lasted all these years. Well, we'll get to that <laughs> <laughs> However, it wasn't her friends that were to be the ones to betray, but her nearest and dearest Sabine, who had succumbed to Nazi propaganda. Oh. Tut, tut. Mm. Idiot. 2019 was to be Maria's 30th anniversary of running the Rick Museum. 30th? Mm. Although to look at her, she didn't look a day over 50. She had hoped that she'd be able to track Anne Diamond down and destroy it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Please do. Yeah, I want to know how Sabine must have stolen it from her, right under her nose. Guessing it's just a switcheroo. <laughs> I like the way Mimi always wants to work out the logistics of how everything works. We're still laughing at Anne Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. She had hoped that she'd be able to track Anne Diamond down and destroy it. 
which made the fact that she had the casket unknowingly in her care for years even harder to bear. She looked in the mirror. I guess I don't look bad for a 117-year-old. <coughs> the soap had, however, started to flake and disintegrate over the years. Thank <laughs> oh. you, soap. And in the mid-50s, a new brand of soap hit the market. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> One that claimed it wouldn't dry out skin like other soaps could. <laughs> it, it didn't really come out in the 50s. That's amazing. 1955. I can't believe that wow. you weaved in all of this stuff. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that the dove had been going that long. Are no, you happy that the podcast has essentially become about a bar of soap? <laughs> Sponsored by Dove. <laughs> Brilliant. Do you laugh? It was a recent thing. It came out in like the 1990s or something. 55. Oh, that was all the In the process of procuring the new bar of soap, Assuming it would hold better due to it being made of one quarter moisturiser, Anne Diamond was lost once more. Skeptics say that this was no mistake and that the scientists in charge lost it on purpose. So mm. why did I keep it in the soap? Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I can understand why Thingy did. And for safekeeping. <laughs> okay. Well, I suppose it's the 50s, it's a cold war, isn't it? So... I don't want things falling into our hands for Yeah, cold war. Well done, Mimi. <clears throat> cold you know, war. It says they kept it in the soap because of the Cold War. (laughs) (laughs) And also because Germany, half of it was um, allied allied and the other half were Russian. So she was probably in the Russian side. Also, Berlin had been split. (laughs) (laughs) She could also keep it up for JJ. She could. Ew. Would you want to touch that afterwards? Yeah, but she could wrap it in soap. (laughs) Soap. (laughs) Then she'd have a lovely clean vagina as well. Sweet smelling. And it won't dry your flaps. <laughs> <laughs> you won't get chat flap. <laughs> Not like other soaps will give you. Oh. Oh. Imagine drying beef curtains. That would oh. be horrible. Jerky. Scraping against your legs as you walk. Oh. Well, arid. how psyche are they? <laughs> <laughs> Warm flaps. <laughs> Does that get your heart racing? That most of the characters here are lesbians, apart from Byron and... Ben. Ida. No. Ben Dover. Lesbians don't really do it for me. No? I've never got a chance for them, so... No. Oh. Okay. I don't know if it got my heart rate. What about lipstick <laughs> lesbians? <laughs> lipstick <laughs> lesbians. What's that? What They're is... straight girls that are being lesbians for porn. Oh, oh okay. so they call lipstick lesbians. Yeah, they'd probably do it for me. Yeah. But not because <clears throat> they're doing that, just because they're women. <laughs> Skeptics say that this is no mistake and that the scientists in charge lost it on purpose. The skeptics were right. There was truth to these rumours. So, so the, sorry, um, so the, the soap, the diamond is in the soap. Yeah. But the box was disappeared with Sophia. The box, what? <laughs> the sexy box. The sexy box, yes. It was in the Nazi's hand. Yes. But it disappeared with, with Sophia. Sophia. Yeah. Sophia, <laughs> being sorry, a scientific, logical mind, knew that everything has an end. Nothing should last forever, and eventually everything turns to dust. When she was told about the significance of Anne Diamond, she was horrified. <laughs> Time rots everything. Time Even rots hope. everything, yeah. So Sophia... I did wonder about putting it in, I was like... Uh, Sophia knew everything, though. She had the box, she had the diamond. Nothing should ever be immortal. As it was, she worked under Nazi rule to stay alive. This wasn't her chosen vacation. 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 <laughs> Vacation. We're Vacation. all going on a Nazi holiday. <laughs> no more eating for a week or two. <laughs> We're all going to get hit the spunk from the sexy box. <laughs> oh dear. Um, 
And <laughs> the way Laura's laughing, I don't want to know what she's going to write. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. This wasn't her chosen vocation. <laughs> she had to turn a blind eye to a lot of things. <clears throat> but this, this was too much. Do we know? Sorry. Oh, let him tell the story, Mimi. <laughs> Do we know how Sophia got started working for them? Because she's Italian, isn't she? Yeah. <clears throat> no, we don't know, but yeah, she's Italian. <laughs> Well, she had a Mussolini. I reckon. I mean, yeah, I'll watch her lower low. The Italians <laughs> and the Germans, they were together. She could have started after all that, though. This is 55, yeah? Still? Um, well, yeah, this is 55 because she, um, yeah. Sophia now needs to get some Dove soap. <laughs> of course. This is where the story's at. Oh. Life-changing, isn't it? Mm. It's definitely something. <laughs> oh, I'm a bit confused because she, oh, okay. she disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if he... <laughs> He might answer your questions yeah. if you let him say Okay, carry on. Oh. She had to turn a blind eye to a lot of things, but this, this was too much. She couldn't allow the status quo to prevail for eternity. Rocking all over the world. <laughs> she let knew... him finish. <laughs> she knew her decision would mean, at best, a life in exile, and at worst, her life altogether. Oh my God. But she was willing to pay that price for the sake of mankind. She took Anne Diamond and fled to England in the 50s and encased it in Dove Soap. <laughs> she stayed on the island in hiding and ended up meeting her future husband. In the 70s, the couple inherited Sophia. What, the island of England? The island of England. <laughs> well, we're in the in UK. Island. Strange expression. We're, we are an island. I didn't want to keep saying England. Hmm. Um, <laughs> UK? In the Great 70s. Britain? All right. <laughs> but where were you when I was typing? The British Isles. <laughs> she stayed... The Queen's country. She stayed within the kingdom of Great Britain in hiding and ended up meeting her future husband. In the 70s, the couple inherited Sophia's holiday home in Florence. Mm. It was only in her native Italy she felt remotely safe outside of the UK. See, UK. <laughs> and that was only the case several decades post-war. On one of their trips to Florence, Sophia had arranged to have a gravestone erected in one of the many Florentino cemeteries, and buried in her plot inside a mocked-up coffin was the bar of soap wrapped up in brown parcel paper, bound Ooh. by string. Ooh. Oh, I found it. Present day. Now our... Oh, God, I've got to do German. Yeah! <clears throat> the German. Now... I will place the Anne Diamond back into the pendant and position the key into the slot and hmm. bring back the Führer. Oh, God. She's so gruff. I know. And French. <laughs> <laughs> Byron had to think quickly. He looked at his friend li lying lifeless on the floor. Uh -huh. The key slotted in and the light emanated from within, shining through the intricate carvings as though to say... This box was not only a living thing, but it was awake. It was ready. It was listening. Byron recalled the night he spent with Ida in his head and replayed, replayed it over at speed, trying to pick out some detail. And that was it. He had got it. He remembered seeing a letter addressed to Ida on the bedside table, and it had what he'd been looking for. Helga drew a breath and opened her mouth, ready to proclaim his name. Byron seized the moment and interjected by shouting loudly and precisely. Ida! Ida Waterhouse, bend over! Then continued to shout names at random. Charlie Chaplin, Winston Churchill, Barry Chuckle, Margaret Thatcher, Mary Berry, Mother Teresa! <laughs> <laughs> Mary Berry! Mary Berry! 
<laughs> Mother Teresa. Well, that's quite a collection of ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Taken aback, Helga's mouth clamped shut with disbelief. Charlie Chaplin? No, she's not Amanda. <laughs> Charlie Chaplin? <laughs> Margaret Thatcher? Mother Teresa? She repeated quizzically. You fool! They'd never have touched the box. Nah. The sexy box started flashing, the room lighting up like a strobe effect going off so- in a local discotheque. A pulse of white light beamed from the box like a sonic boom and knocked everyone to the floor. Sonic boom! Byron managed to loosen his shackles slightly, but was still loosely bound to the chair. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Spinning bird. <laughs> Byron had managed to loosen his shackles slightly, but was still loosely bound to the chair. Helga, with the other henchmen, remained on the floor, having taken the brunt of the blast. She opened her eyes, trying to reach forwards, and gasped, Oh, it's Barry Chuckle. To me. <laughs> to you. She heard in a Yorkshire accent, coming from across the room. <laughs> <laughs> the end. Oh, oh very good. To me, to you. Well done, Rick. Brilliant. So he touched the so box. So this too. Barry Chuckle touched the box. They've all touched it. Surely not Mother Teresa. Well, I haven't said that she's alive or not. <laughs> oh yeah. Like just... he was just spouting out random names and no, it just right. so happened. Yeah, there. Winston Churchill. I That's thought... so random. Yeah. Now we got Barry Chuckle in the mix. <laughs> <laughs> it's really I, nice. I think Ida will come back because obviously she did touch the box. Mm-hmm. Um, ben can't be dead yet, though. He might was been, lying there. Might have bled out. Lifeless body. Well, I don't think he touched the box, though, did he? <clears throat> As he um, flew to knock Helga out of the way, he knocked the box off. Oh. Whether or not that's enough to... Yeah. It's not for me to decide. Oh, I don't think so. No. What's the next chapter called? Laura's next chapter. Oh. It's called... The Twin Dilemma. Hmm. Oh. That's a good one. So have you asked your work colleague... He's gone now. Oh, the leaving do. Did you ask him at the leaving do? No, I was in in, in the Netherlands. (laughs) (laughs) You're at the Rick Museum. (laughs) Did you see a diamond? Did you see Anne Diamond? (laughs) Are you 127 years old? (laughs) It's a good chat. Sorry. Well done, Rick. I enjoyed that a lot. Yes. Very random. I'd like to thank you for, um, what's her name, into it a bit more? Maria. 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 I like it that she's got history as well. We I used to say there wasn't many characters, but there's loads. Suddenly there's loads, yeah. yeah. Henchmen. Including Barry Chuckle. Yeah. <laughs> How exciting. I brought him back. And we've got the hamster. <laughs> Mitzi. Mitzi hamster. Two animals. We didn't have any animals in the last um, book, did we? No. Oh, apart from the people that were dogging. <laughs> that doesn't really With quite mask. count. Yeah. yeah. I feel a little envious of those people listening who have never heard of Barry Chuckle and they get to YouTube him and experience oh. the Chuckle oh. Brothers for the first time. He was time. everything our childhood was. Yeah. I think we actually brought a lot of our childhood into um, our conversations recently mm. on the podcast. Yeah, he's yeah. very childish. We <laughs> <laughs> just had Street Fighter. Have you got ideas, Laura? Well, yeah, that might help me with some ideas to title, I think. But yeah, I kind I'm of gonna, stole the title. I'm going to struggle to... Make it as random as yours was. How did you steal the title? It's, um, it's a Doctor Who episode. It was um, uh, the Sixth oh, yeah. Doctor's first um, story. It was called The Twin Dilemma. Um, what I might use my period of time, my writing time to do, is actually just practice some accents. Nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd want to hear some accents. I was a bit disappointed that Rick didn't get um, yeah. end over it. Oh. Yeah. yeah. But what a shame. He was Yorkshire, wasn't he? He's um, Mancunian. No, well, it, 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 no one knows what he's doing. Oh, it depends what um, member yeah. of tech that he is. 
Look, we agreed this. He travelled around. He's picked up a few different things. <laughs> he's really regional. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What accent are you going to bring in then, Laura? Well, I, I, after going there last week, I really want to do a Dutch accent. Oh. That like little schlur thing. That Have a little go there. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to sound like Alan Partridge. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was just a noise. That? that wasn't even a word. No. Hang on, save it for the end and say goodbye in your best Dutch. Yeah. Yeah. I think Dutch Do you know the Dutch for goodbye? Your Vavel. Vavel. Yeah. Hmm. Vavel. Not that interesting, Vavel. is it? So, listeners, send us in the accent you want Laura to try out next time. Mexican. Hawaiian. Guatemalan. Mongolian South African Greek South African is hard uh, Eritrean Kiwi Ipswich Oi 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 Federated States of Micronesian no. What about Indian? Can you do an Indian accent? Ooh <laughs> No Because <laughs> that's what they all do They just go Ooh <laughs> Ooh <laughs> Maybe I'll do one, yeah. and then if someone manages to guess what it is, they get a prize. Yeah, that sounds oh, good. That's nice. yeah, 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 yeah. Can we play? Or are you talking just listeners? No, really, really you three. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be hard to validate that. Prize? What's the prize? The prize will be some uh, nipple clamps. <laughs> nice, nice. I'll, I'll, I don't think I'll be that interested. <laughs> I'm all over that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Paul's just bubbling himself. Mm. You're going to get some sore nips, though. Oh, I love Not if you're rubbing that, hopefully. <laughs> Anyway, uh, that's it for today. It is. It's time for Betty Bye Bye's. Time mm. for time some Who's Irish. Who's Irish? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I suppose I'd better do that as well. What, who's Irish? Yeah. Oh, doesn't sound like fun. No, I get a sore arm over doing that every night. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do it though, don't you? That's trouble. Yeah. You don't have to. You do in my household. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, that song. <laughs> yeah. So um, you can contact us on wewritesex at gmail.com. Facebook us at wewritesex. Instagram us, wewritesex. Uh, Twitter, oh. wewritesex. Oh, tweet, tweet. <laughs> always Laura. <laughs> She's a one. It is oh, normally, uh, We should do that in accents that. next time. Oh, no. It's bad enough remembering what they are. What's that? I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway. What's the cue? Goodbye, listeners. Farewell. 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 Farewell.